Yo. What up? What up? Yo, breaking news, man. We got the you got, what you got? President elect in the building. He got a few words to say. Stand by. I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh wait, I think I have the concession speech coming up, bro. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, I got the concession speech. Wait a, wait a, wait a. I had to cut him off. You got to cut him loud. Off. I got, I got the concession speech coming. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yo, bro, I love the internet, bro. This is wild, bro. Yo, are we about to be in a custody battle with the presidency, bro? Yo, like, I feel like this shit's a custody battle, and like, you know, the kids picked the parent they wanted to be with, like, like the one that wasn't gonna leave them at school. You gotta be like twelve, bro. But, <laughs> but most of us are like six. <laughs> Dude, like, we, we picked the responsible parent. We're about to end up with the one that didn't show up on Saturday. You outside with your mitt. <laughs> it's, it's wild, man. Yo, welcome to the Carbon Footprint. I'm Sean. He's Juan. And uh, if you're new to the show, every week we get together, have a couple of drinks, and uh, talk about things that interest us. We try to focus on things that um, have an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And um, today we are sipping on something pretty delicious, man. This is fire. What is this thing? It's real good, man. We got you got the gray goose pear, right? And then uh, it's, I'm gonna get the cranberry thing wrong. It's cranberry. It's, uh, it's it's the cranberry pomegranate. Cranberry pomegranate and some lime and a lime. Ooh. Yeah, hit that up. Um, you will not find gray goose pear. What's it called, man? Uh, la poire. Take a shot. La poire. Gray goose la poire. <laughs> it's spelled like pore. But the French pronounce it La Poire. <laughs> Let me see this thing. Yep. It's something it like that. It only, yeah. La, you know what, man? You should. So before the, the green, before the show, we did reach out to our resident expert. <laughs> yeah, our French our expert. Our French resident expert. Do you want to, can you play her? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, please. So give a, give a shout mind, out. It's spelled La and then P-O-I-R-E. So la poire, right? That's how I would have said it. <laughs> but evidently, the French would have pronounced this like so. La poire. La poire. La poire. <laughs> Love it. I and love and it. that was my sister. I'm not paying you nothing. No royalties for that sound clip. <laughs> that was pretty good, we man. We appreciate she could, the contribution. Listen, she should consider doing voiceovers, bro. <laughs> my sister. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Google should hire her and she could, like... You know, whenever you look this shit up on the internet and it, and it gives you, like, how to pronounce it. She yeah. could do... Dude, she has a soothing-ass voice, too, because she does this... Um, She did this... Uh, it wasn't a training video, but it was almost like a marketing video for, like, a, a, a thing she was working on. And so it's supposed to be, like, this exciting marketing video, right? Like, oh, this is what you do, and then you go here. Bro, I was dozing off during it because her <laughs> voice was like... <laughs> it was like, welcome to the future. This is, you know, like the this next big thing. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, but listen, my sister's like trilingual, so shout out to my sister, man. Shout out, yeah, shout out to your sister, man. Thank you for that. 
Because we would have we would have butchered the translation. I yep. would have been like I would have been like la la pour la pore. I'm telling <laughs> you la pour. I said la pour. You say pear in French is pour. Yeah. So those of y'all looking for this, um, there is if you look like through the front of the bottle, there's like uh, pears. There's like a picture of the pears like through the bottle. It's kind of fancy. It's go good. Um, but yes, it's that, damn good. That with the with the ocean spray, cran pomegranate with a wedge of lime delicious yeah man this is delicious too but um yeah man what a week man uh, so obviously you guys know we Ooh. like to pick uh our carbon footprints and that's people leaving their mark whether uh whether great whether funny whether horrible uh, you know whatever just something that that people will remember <laughs> and i think uh sticking with election i think sean had a his carbon footprint this week I right do, a- man actually man i want to give it out to the american people um not because of who they voted for but because of the record numbers that that folks actually came out um, to vote. I mean, like, I think President Trump actually set a record for, like, anybody who's ever won. Yeah. Like, he had more votes than anyone who's ever won. Yeah. And he lost. And he lost. Right. And And then Biden, obviously. Yeah. I think he he lost by, what what is it, like, four million popular votes? Yes. Right. Because Biden, I think, is close to, as of this taping, I think he was close to 77 mil. Was he really? He's like seventy six point seven. Hold on, I yeah, could be wrong. Let me let me make sure. But I think, I think he was, was at like seventy four, and I thought I thought the, that uh, Trump was like just under seventy one. I think it was at like seventy six point seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't seen wild. the the updated stuff. But uh, for those of you who are in the country and not living under a rock, you know that um, they are doing. They are still counting. Seventy six point two CNN has them, but wow. I think that I think they're usually the slowest to update. You gotta check Fox, man. So yeah, Fox let has me been on Fox, point. Fox has been on, man. Fox has been on point on their on their coverage, man, and on their popular vote. Yeah, so seventy six point three on Yahoo and then Fox News. So because yeah, uh, for whatever reason, CNN was like really slow, but Fox has been like spot on, man. Yeah, on they've stuff. been on. They've been on. They've been on this stuff, um, but. So keeping with that, like there was a few things, right? So it was like 67% of potential like eligible voters um, voted, which is, which is huge. But then I go like, man, so what is it normally? And that I didn't look up. I'm going like, so is it normally like How 50% many? of eligible voters that actually vote? It's like 30. It's really, yeah. it's really low, it's man. That low? It's like, like 25, 30%. Yeah, man. It's really bad. It's, it's, it's really low. And that's why the... The whole push is always like every commercial you see is like register, register, vote, 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 vote. It's not even like hey, vote for this person. It's just like vote. Yeah, just vote. Yeah. Like, I mean, even uh, the libertarian candidate, you know, she did well yeah. considering it wasn't anything that was going to, you know, make any any kind of mark. Right. But, um, you know, I believe that, that the the libertarian and, and Green Party and all those and all those other different parties, they're trying to get their foot in the door. And so you know, kudos Portugal. to them, and and yeah. and she, she definitely got some. I didn't see anything on Kanye. Did you? Uh, he got like uh, almost sixty thousand votes, man. Really? Yeah, dude. Sixty thousand people were like, all right. <laughs> you know what, man? I don't even blame anybody anymore for no, no. Yeah, I like I, either, man. I, I had this thought about it, but that I was listening to another podcast, actually brilliant idiots, and it had kind of a, a, a parallel thought. So I won't get too far into it because they pretty much hit on, hit on everything. So my my first reaction was like, wow, morally it wasn't a victory, right? Like I was like, wow, this is like the fact that Trump broke like records, right? You go, you needed that record turnout. 
in, essentially, yeah. right? But then, you know, the I kind of started really thinking. Divided. Yes, the, uh, absolutely. The country is absolutely divided, and I don't know who's right, who's wrong, right? But obviously, we're just not all on the same page on this. But, dude, I just kept going back to, hey, man, minorities, um, they might have been the real winners in this, and not because of the whole racial thing and all that. I'm going to just take all that to the side. I think if you if you look at what Trump did in South Florida, um, if you look at what uh, uh, actually a lot of black voters, a lot of like, like he went up in those demographics. He went up in Latinos. He went up in blacks. He went up. In, and I think, man, the Democratic Party has taken uh, uh, minorities, especially blacks and uh, Hispanics, I think, um, they've basically just assumed we're going to vote for them. Right. Yeah, and and, and they've taken us for granted. Yeah. And so I think what, what this showed was like, no nah, man, we're for sale. Like our, our, our votes for sale. Like you have to now do something. So that's going to talk us in, uh, into voting for you. And, and why would we, and I, I wouldn't be shocked, man, if the next, uh, depending on who it is, because I think we we can have a whole two hour conversation on how bad both of these parties are as far as uh, inspiring people go and like the candidates they push together. But the next time around, man, I wouldn't be shocked to see this massive, like, uh, red team wave, really, man, because um, he said, I think minorities are kind of like, man, we've been giving blue team a chance for a while now, and nothing's going really, not right. Yeah, not, 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 nothing's happening. It just so happened that this candidate we disliked so much, right? Like, I think most people voted against Trump, not really for Biden. Unfortunately, um, yeah. yeah. A lot of the, the, the red team Republican people that I know, right, feel the same way about, soci- about the uh, social issues that Democrats do, right? They do feel like, hey, you know, like gay gay people should be able to marry whoever they want. They do feel like marijuana should be legalized. They do feel like, hey, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that stuff, like maybe quietly. But unfortunately, the candidates don't run on that. I think if you came out as a Republican candidate and you went, yeah, I want lower taxes. By the way, all this other social stuff, like, yes, you should be able to get an abortion, you know, whatever, depending on the term, like we can have that discussion, like all, all this other stuff. And you just went, yeah, and all the social stuff, like government should just stay out of it, like we'd always vote Republican because to be honest with you, like the only thing that pushes you to the democratic side is the social issues. Right. It's, and, and it's the, and in this case, it was a president who seemed so divisive and you're like, okay, we don't, I don't want to be part of that. But if you look at the, like the libertarian ticket, right? Like they kind of are that. But I think we're so ingrained in the left. Now I do think in our lifetime, we will see a centrist. I do. I do think this opened the wave. Now I won't be, there's too many 50 plus year olds right now who are stuck in the red team, blue team, I think way of life. But I, I do suspect, man, in the next like decade or two, that you will start to see people go like, no, we want a centrist party. Like you've seen, they've now made a black party. They've made oh, no, um, that, that. that Diddy, and I, I can't remember. There's some politicians that I've obviously started it, and they have the back end of like Diddy. Um, but I, I think you will start seeing these things kind of splinter off, and I do think one of these people will have a chance now. Because I think we're sick of this whole, like, I think we can all agree, and we've talked about this before, we can all agree on most issues. We just get divided because of the whole, like, red team, it's blue like team 7%. thing. It's like 7%. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. It's 7% of people of, who of, are like. No, 7% of, of things that we disagree that, on. Correct. Yeah. Right? We cause all of the chaos. We actually agree that, you know, we all want about 93% of the same shit. Yeah. But let me get back to this, man. So, so besides the, the high turnout, um, there was a huge turnout for, um, amongst young voters, um, even people that were too young actually participated they actually um volunteered to to be um uh what do you call to be poll the the poll workers because uh, because of the pandemic and how it affects the older folks okay the young younger folks that couldn't that were under 18 were like oh yeah like we'll do it so were your poll workers uh younger no but but they weren't as i would say they weren't as old as in the past all my poll workers were ancient no not not mine um they 
they, they were still older folks there, but but nah, they were probably still retired. No, nah, mine were biblical, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I was worried about them. Like, are they gonna make? Are it you gonna make this it through this? <laughs> Listen, you can't keep them here past 10 o'clock. Well, I live in a neighborhood with, like, I'm the youngest, like, like our family's, like, the youngest family in this neighborhood oh, by a really? long shot. Oh, yeah. All my neighbors are, like, 80, 90 plus. They're all retired. They're all, so, the obviously, and then the polling station was inside of the neighborhood, and it's clearly the people that live in here, too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, like, it took the lady, like, five minutes to check my ID. Did they hand, did they hand you a ballot with Trump already filled in? <laughs> <laughs> She was like, you can pick the rest of them. Yep. <laughs> we took we, the liberty of selecting the president. We already filled that out for you, honey. Surprisingly enough, man, my neighborhood's 50-50. So, like, yeah. I look, my neighborhood was what kind of America, I think, was kind of like, which is almost 50. I, and obviously not because uh, Joe Biden got the uh, the popular vote by a lot. But um, looking at my neighborhood, I was like, shit, this is going to be closer than I think. <laughs> like, But he did win, like, so So those of you who are not from here, like, he did win Orlando. He did win a lot of the, the, the sort of the, 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 the popular or the populous cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, finish your point. I, I, I'll, right. And I'll go back to something. I got a bunch of stuff here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. So um, six Native American candidates won seats in the Congress. Wow. Right? You got two um, openly gay black men won congressional races in New York. Um, there was a, a a single mother who was actually a nurse, came the, became the first black woman elected to Congress from Missouri. That's big and that's it. Yeah. It's, and and um, then we had, we talked about last week with Oregon where they were going to, they were voting to, to pass whether it's, you know, to decriminalize um, the hard drugs like cocaine and heroin that passed. And in addition to that, they actually did. Um, they decriminalized the uh, the. I call them the mat, or they call them the magic mushrooms, which are which are going to be used. Psilocybin, or is that what that is? Yeah, you know what? Psilocybin. I, something. I saw it. I saw it written out, and I was like, I'm not even. That was like the 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 version of Grey Goose we have here, man. I was not trying to pronounce that name. <laughs> um, but there's these there's these mushrooms that um that you know historically have been used to sort of like I guess like hallucinate, and anybody out there who's done shrooms knows what I'm talking about. Um, but they're using these different versions of these mushrooms um, to actually treat mental illness. So they've not only decriminalized those, but now are, use, now are allowed to use them for that. Which that's great, man, because uh, yeah. obviously we've been using prescription drugs and stuff for a while. And if you can use something natural, like I think it's psilocybin or psilocybin, whatever. But anyway, just a an alternative way to try it, man. That's awesome. I want to do I want to go do some ayahuasca some summer. So if anybody has some connects, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> carry on. <laughs> So um, who, who else? Uh, D.C. D.C. voted to decriminalize the magic mushrooms as well. Um, and then there's other. Oh, I didn't know that about D.C. And, and some other psychedelic substances as well. I knew well. Jersey, which shout out Jersey. I grew up, I grew up in Jersey, man. Uh, they legalized weed for recreational purposes. Yeah. So Mississippi, who is, I mean, that's Republican all the way, right? Yeah. Um, they legalized medical marijuana. And then, like you said, Jersey, South Dakota, Montana, and Arizona all did recreational. Dude, I'm telling you again, it goes to show that we're all on the same page on a lot of right. stuff. Yeah. Um, so New Mexico became the first state to elect all women of color to their house delegation. Oh, wow. Dude, you know what, man? Uh, like you said, so your, your carbon footprint was America, essentially. Yeah, and, and, right? and, so, and that's kind of what I wanted to, to, to touch on is like, congratulations to the people that voted because America's start, like the, the government is starting to look more like America. Like we're not... 
like we're not it's it's not all white men right, right. and 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 it's starting to look now obviously it's still the majority of of of, of white people in there which is fine because yeah. America is majority white and so it should be like that but they're starting to you know it's really starting to look at things and going like hey like there's there's other people that can give value and and the government is starting to look like America yeah you looks. should have the the melting pot right that is right. America should be represented in its government and I think uh the people spoke this time and and you have that and so like we've been bitching for a long time but people didn't show up to vote like I know tons of people who bitch because they either felt like um you know, complain about government, but they never voted because they felt like their vote didn't matter. I think this election showed, man, your vote matters a lot. There was states here that were won by very little votes, right? And that's still up in the air. But um, it, like you said, I think them showing up, you go, okay, you showed up and then you voted people in a power who represent your takes. And I'm glad that it looks like we're going to have a majority uh, Republican Senate and it looks like we we're going to have a majority uh, Democratic uh, Congress, right, and then or, or House representative. House. So the um, that's what you want. You want a mix of yeah. people from both sides. You don't because want you it actually, all to go. Yeah, because like, you actually want them to keep each other in check. Absolutely. Now, like, I, this I whole don't like wanna... blue wave thing yeah. was nuts. No, no, you want a, a balance, man. Is what you want yep. in there. And 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 I don't want things. You know, I, I also want people in there from both sides that are going to work together, right, to get things done. Correct. But also, if there's like this far left agenda, then I need the right to be in there to go like, whoa, 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 hold on. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah. And and vice versa. Like Keep each I'm, other in check. That's exactly. the whole point. That's man. the kind of the point. That's the whole point, man. That's, that's why we don't have a dictator. Listen, and Trump was right, bro. We, we needed to build that wall. He was wrong about the location, but we needed to build the wall. Like, we needed it about 20 miles south of Key West, and we should have electrified the ocean over there, but definitely need a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, people were giving shit to Cubans the whole time. <laughs> Listen, man, like I was thinking about this, like, you know, because people give Cubans a hard time about them. And the minute they touch uh, a foot here, like they turn Republican. Right. <laughs> and I think obviously it's a popular Cubans. I think Nicaraguans, Venezuelans, it's an easy population to scare with the whole communist and socialist uh, part of it. Right. Like they, the minute they say socialist, they're like, no, 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 we've seen we the just most came from the version of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it's easy to get that. But I think also, man, <laughs> Cubans look at Democrats and they go like Democrats want to make uh, like immigration easier. Right. And who's had the hardest uh, path to immigration than Cubans? Right. They're like, no, nah, y'all want to fill out paperwork. Fuck that. <laughs> we had to come. We had to stack 72 deep in a milk crate and figure out how to make it sale. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are trying to fill out paperwork. Who's the other guy? <laughs> you know, what's funny, man. It, it actually takes a really long time to become a citizen. Mm -hmm. um, this, years. Like, yeah. Years. Dude. Like almost a decade, I think, in a lot of cases. Like this week week uh, i'm sure you heard that um alex trebek passed yeah, yeah. right and so I, I didn't know so i did some research on him and um and he's from canada um but it took him a long time so even after working here it took him a long time to get and i don't I remember how long it was but i remember looking at the dates and going like wow man like even a guy like that who is sort of like you know quote unquote successful um it still took him a long time well, have you ever seen the good. questionnaire too for the citizenship thing, bro? No. Alex Trebek, I can't imagine. It's like you got to prove you worked here, <laughs> and he's like, I'm on, how, do, "How do I do that?" I'm on TV. I'm on TV, <laughs> Put it on Channel Seven right now. <laughs> Dude, <it's> <laughs> no man, guy rest oh, his soul, man. man. Like uh, he yeah, shout out Alex Trebek, man. Yeah, like he was a uh, 80 years old man, Canadian born, um, diagnosed with uh, with prostate cancer. No, oh, pancreatic, well, no. pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. Yeah, which is usually a, I knew it was the P. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Pancreatic, and that's usually a death sentence, man. That's a that's a tough one. But dude, he lived almost. So he was diagnosed with stage four. Yeah. Like. And, and he lived like over 18 months. Yeah, after, which is unheard which of. Which is crazy. I mean, that's, yeah, that's unheard of, man. You get, because the problem with that one is it's it's mostly undetectable. So by the time they detect it, you're already in stage four. Like oh, by the wow. time you're showing symptoms, and I think that's the problem with it. And there's not a whole lot of ways to detect it, I think, early on, yeah. which is why it's so fatal. But I think it has a survival rate, man. It's less than 10%. Really? It's really low, man. Pancreatic cancer has a really low survival rate, man. But uh, yeah, shout out to that guy, man. Obviously, I think we've all like uh, the, the song sticks to your head, right? The, the We've all seen like an episode or two. I think he's been involved in. And I, I saw that there were a lot of people kind of sending out tributes that obviously he meant a lot to them uh, because maybe they grew up watching the show with their parents or grandparents or whatever it was. And My so, mother used to love yeah, that show. There you go. When I was, as a kid, and it was always on. And I was always like, man, this is really boring. For sure, man. And I didn't know any of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but uh and i don't want to we we got to move on from the election stuff at some point but um i have a theory man on why i think trump had such a big showing so like i think if you look at the the places that tend to vote blue right it's all the major cities right it's all where it's where all the affluence is it's where all the 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 uh i don't want to say smart people but like you know the big name cities even the cities that go uh, or the states that go red right like in nebraska omaha's blue Right. So you look at all, all the people there, the wealth, the concentration, all that. And I think what happens, man, and I'm guilty of this. I think what happens is the people from blue states, man, uh, tend to be kind of elitist. And, and they look down almost on the people from the small towns or the small cities. And there's a lot more of those. Right. Than there is. Right. Than there is like 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 New Yorkers and people from San Diego and L.A. and all this other stuff. Because look at look at even Texas, man. It shocked me like Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Austin all go blue. Right. The rest of Texas goes red. I think El Paso goes blue, too. But um, and I think what happens there, man, is that like Democrats become so kind of like condescending and, and they get so elitist that I think the other people go. They may not necessarily be fans of Trump or fans of whoever's running for the Republican Party, but they go like, fuck you. Like, you're not going to be And Hollywood is another example. Like Hollywood goes blue and they go like, you're, you're this guy who's like loaded and you're this millionaire. You're not going to tell me like you don't know what it's like to be me. You don't know what it's like to live in in you know like some town in the middle of Missouri and the cornfields like 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 fuck you I'm gonna vote red because I feel like these people understand me as a person or and they don't look down on my intelligence level and they're not condescending and I'm guilty of this man I talk shit all the time about people from Alabama mm. and and what you know like uh uh and I'm always belittling about states that go red or whatever like I'm and you know half of it is joking half of it is going like like this is kind of odd right like if you look at all the major cities where all the intelligence and the wealth sits they do tend to go blue um and i don't think we're that far off i think we all feel the same way i think these people from these towns just go like no fuck you guys you look down on us and there's a lot more of them so i and i and i think that those guys are the people who went red regardless right who go i don't even, i may not be moved by trump but you know what I don't like you guys telling me who to vote for. I don't like you guys thinking you're better than me. I don't like you guys trying to belittle me. And, and you know, maybe you're looking down on factory work or manufacturing or whatever it is. And they just go, nah, F you. I'm going to go vote this side. Because it's weird, man. All the major cities go blue. Yeah. And you know what's funny, man? That And that's why you and I are always on the same wavelength, man. Because I, dude, I was thinking about the same thing, but I had a different take on it. And I looked at it and I go, okay, so like what's different about cities and, and rural areas? And I go, obviously, you know, population is one. And and in the major cities, you have people that are that are that's not only more populated, but but people are living on top of each other, right? Living in apartment complexes, they're living in, you know, in, in mostly apartment complexes, right? There's not there's not a lot of homes, what have you. I think that when you put people that close together, you need more rules. 
and, and let's just even do it here locally, right? When, if you buy a condo here, you have to enter into an association, you pay, a, you pay an association, and the association makes rules for the collective group so that, so that things can be better for the collective group. Because they know that Joe Schmo in apartment one is a dirty son of a bitch, and the other guy at the other end keeps his place immaculate. And so you got to have these rules for people that when you have a lot of people concentrated in one area, whereas the rural guy who lives in the country and his nearest neighbor is a half a mile on the road, he's going, yo, I'm good. That guy don't bother me. Government, I don't want you in my in my business. My business. Like, I'm good. That's a good point. And so you look at every, like I said, everywhere where there's, where there's people sort of on top of each other you almost need more rules and regulations. And so like, does it need to come from the government? Maybe not. But if you're, if you're used to that, if you're used to the, Hey, I live in this building and I have to follow these rules of this building. And so everything around you is like that. Then you go, yes, my government should also be structured like that. And we need rules and regulations. So whereas the rural guy goes, Hey man, like I got my little piece of land over here like stay out my business man i'm good i want to shoot my guns i want to do what i want to do in my land if i want to park freaking trucks in the back and work on them that's my right stay out my business you know what yeah i hadn't thought of that and while you were saying that man i thought of something else is that is it because in these big cities too is that you have a mix you have a melting pot and so, like, if you're if you're black, if you're Latino, if you're white, if you're Jewish, if you're you could live in an apartment building with, you know, your neighbors could in a row could be five different creeds and five yeah. different races and five different religions. And so you have empathy towards each other. And you have understanding and you hang out and you, you hang bread out and you yeah. do the stuff where maybe people from smaller towns are like, nope, they don't they don't see that. It's they don't know that like them. Right. And they don't understand the social aspect of things, because, again, I think we could all agree. Like, do you know what's funny, man? I used to work with this guy. At um, at a place that I used to work at, just go unnamed, um, and we used to have this guy that worked with us, and he was like Southern black, and he was sort of like born and raised here, and so the way that he spoke and and everything was um a little sort of different than everybody else, and 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 this guy did well, um, but I think if you ever talked to him, you would think that he was uneducated and what have you, right? Um, anyway, one of the guys I work with was a was a was a white guy great guy a few years down the line he ended up doing some work for like my brother-in-law who's black but from new york i remember him coming into work the next day and going like hey like i went over to your brother-in-law's house like i never i've never met an educated black guy like what he goes he goes yo he was so well spoken and i was like oh man i was thinking like oh he's normal um but then he goes, well, man, you know what? Like, I grew up, uh, my, my dad was in the military, but we basically got stationed in a lot of places in the South. And so uh, most of the black people that I was, that I was involved with were all, were all poor and uneducated, and they spoke funny, and they were like so-and-so that we worked with. And, 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 it, and it, it was one of the first times that I was like, wow, man, like, it's the, it's the lack of exposure, and like to your point where you say when you live in the city and you're exposed to different different ethnicities and different races and then and 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 everybody's going not not everybody but but like 
it's not uncommon to to be educated, you know, to to go to college and to have good jobs and to and to get paid well. Um, and you're in that sort of melting pot. Whereas if you're if you grow up or you're surrounded by um, areas where a certain ethnicity is always poor and and uneducated and they live on the other side of town, like what else are you supposed to think? It's all you see. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point. I think we've all seen. I don't know if this happens to you a lot, but man, this and it it's happening less. But um, dude, I have I used to have so many experiences where someone would meet me because of my job, and maybe they interacted with me via email and phone calls, and then they would meet me and they would go, "Oh, you weren't what I was expecting." But they get that shit all the time. Yeah, and and then and I know what they mean, right? Like, yep. yeah, I know exactly what they mean. <laughs> and I go and I always just ask them, you know, it's kind of like, what do you mean? They're like, just I just whatever I pictured in my head just wasn't you. Or like if I show up somewhere and, you know, I'm normally I have like a backwards hat on. I have some basketball shorts, I have whatever. And people look at you kind of like and then you start talking to them and they're like, oh, like you're not you don't sound like I thought you were going to sound. It's like, well, how would you think I was going to sound? You know, like the and, and obviously we because where we were raised. Right. We we use slang. We use whatever. Right. But we're both obviously college educated and 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 have had like uh okay jobs and so like i think people just have this perception in mind of like this is what minorities sound like or this is what you know and so it's it's hilarious to me and i get it less um now it it, it, but i do know it wasn't that long ago man maybe a year or two ago where all the time i would get a like yeah you just weren't what i was expecting or it'll be like hey is juan here and i'm like i'm juan and they'll just look at me like Juan, like, like, and they'll no, use no, my last name. Like, like, hey, no, Lorenzo? no, 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 like, Juan Lorenzo. Yeah, 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 Not all you. the time, dude. And I would go like, no, no that's me. <laughs> and they would go, oh, but the guy that I'm looking for like knows about like blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> he should have been like, listen, man, go down the steps, out the door when you came out, drive five miles down the road, and knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> all the, and it used to and it used to piss me off man like it i it obviously because it's the chip on your shoulder right, right. kind of go and now i just find it funny right like i just it just you like i i kind of lean into it now where i'm just like i don't care how i dress or how i look i used to get it i used to get it because i'm in it and so <laughs> the stigma right of the it guy is like this this like thin like either this thin or fat nerdy guy right it's never like and you remember when we used to work together, man, like I was big into lifting and stuff, man. And so when people would meet me for the first time, they would be like, you're Sean Corona? <laughs> you look like you've had protein. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you don't spend 10 hours a day in the dark. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the stigma, right? And I have that, right? I have that about every, honest, you could name any position Dude, in life, right? Do, we bro. all do, man. We, we all, all do, do, unless you, like I say, unless you meet. And, and and interact with diverse people, man. Like you're always gonna have those little stigmas, and 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 you know we 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 profile each other. Uh, we really do, man. And I'm guilty of that, man. And so like, and I think where I've lucked out in life, man, is that like I've been lucky enough to be surrounded by super smart people from all walks of life, from white, from black, from Hispanic, from Native American, from like and and because of our job and we both worked together in a place before we had people all around the world and you had intelligent people from everywhere. And so I think you get kind of shaped a little bit differently because of that. But I think for sure I was guilty of like maybe even stereotyping on my own people, man. Dude, I <laughs> can give you a story from this last like week. I went to a cigar bar here locally mm-hmm. and there's a specific cigar that I always go to ask for. You didn't call me. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, man, we having a cigar this week. Let me know when. <laughs> and I go and there's a specific cigar that I always ask for. And, and it's usually behind this like glass enclosure. And so they go and get it for you. And the guy who's another Latino, right, looks at me and I go, hey, I want blah, blah, blah. He's like, OK. And he takes it out of the cabinet and he goes, it's I can't remember. The cigar is like 40 bucks or 46 bucks or something like that. Right. But he goes, uh, you know, it's 46 thousand. Yeah. And then he's like, OK. And then he kind of gives me the look like and I went, yeah. And the, but it was so funny because it's not like I grabbed a random one. I specifically right. asked, but he gave it. me that look like, can you afford this? Can you afford this? And I and I and it had been a long time since I got in that question, and I got it from a Latino, so it pissed me off even more. And I had to kind of like check myself and just laugh at it. But you go. know what, dude? And and you go from like what experiences has that guy had to where to where he's taking that out, and then he rings it up, and the guy goes. Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not paying $46. How much is a $15 one? Where's that? Where's that area? And my wife brought up a good point. She goes, you know, he probably sees you and then thinks of his family members who are going 40 something dollars for a second. You know, and she goes, and like, we all have those. And we all have those, right? And so, and it was funny, man. I, <laughs> I left and I was just kind of giggling, like, man, this guy really, like, but it's the way we've been trained. You know, you go, it's just the way he thought. But the, I, I just, the look on his face is like, I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, what, why are you telling me that? Like, I specific, like, I asked you to go, like, hey, I want this. Do you have it? Oh, yeah, it's in this box. And you went to go. I'm like, that's what I want. So, obviously, it wasn't a guess. Like, hey, that color there. Can I have that right. one? You know what I mean? Like, Or, or you went and grabbed one and just brought it up to the counter and I'm looking at the right. price. Like, I was very specific on what I wanted. And so, it was bizarre. But it was one of those, like, we're guilty of doing it towards each other. So, like, at this point, you can't even blame, like, like, like uh, uh, white people or whatever for, like, you go, like, we do it to each other, man. Like, And we talk about this all the time where if you do something in my family that's deemed to be something if you have any kind of like a, a measure of success at all you know be like oh why are you doing that white people shit you know like and my, my family's notorious for doing that and i'm just like well, what do you mean and like, oh you know like white people do that and you're just like oh you mean something like it could be something like investing money or right. something like having a good job or something like like what do you mean by white people do that like that's the problem that's why we're never going to get past where we are now because you almost and i wonder if it's a defense mechanism of like that you feel like that's unattainable so you put that wall up ah, and it's easier to make fun of it you know but uh, yeah Dude, what about what about like um like tr the the term uh trust fund babies oh that is a good a, for a, them it's a negative term yeah i don't but get it dude if i can leave my kids at trust absolutely like, i'm doing it yep there's not even a question like that but but when we that's what, the goal i right. would think that's the goal man it's the when goal. you hear it being used it's always used in a negative connotation yep uh, yeah i don't and i don't understand how you said it it's like oh it's just one but it's like yeah so that means your parents worked really hard and, and made smart decisions and left you money and set you up in a way that like you know like our parents did what they could do for us to set us up better than they were right and then we want to set up our kids to be better than we were like it's just you would think it's just the way things work but it's bizarre man and i and i think i've what i've reconciled to is the fact that it's i think it's a defense mechanism for a lot of us because we feel like so many things are out of reach and they're really not, man. A lot of people, like, uh, just, if you just put effort, man, into stuff, or you just manifest things, like, and this is going to sound cheesy, but if you just say, like, I want to do this, I want to do this, and you shift your mindset to that, man, it's so crazy how lucky, quote unquote, you get, and yeah. things just happen to happen around you, man. It's Yeah, it's, it's really, it's like a lot of planning, right? And I, I think that we're all, we're all sort of guilty of, of wanting to do things, but then we don't really put a plan in place to, to do it. And then we wonder why shit doesn't happen. Yeah. Like when was the last time that 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 you know you've got up 
in the morning and sort of had a goal in mind where you say like, here's the goal, whether it's short term or long term. And it's like, what am I doing today to make to get closer to that? Sometimes we do shit, we go like, oh, like I want to do this. And we set this big goal, but we don't really break it down into like, into like steps to go like, what I, what I have to do to, to reach that? And then so tomorrow, I'm going to go tackle this first step. Now, we don't do that. We have these dreams, in, in most cases, right? Not in all cases, but we have these dreams. And, and, and if you don't really put a plan in place to, to take even baby steps towards that, you never get there. No, man. Yeah, it's it's, and I think I, I think for most of us, it's again, it's like a defense mechanism. It's easier to be like, it's easier to knock that, and it's easier to make fun of that than to admit failure to it, or or admit that like, hey, I'd like to get there, but I don't feel like I could get there, you know, and whatever that is, right? Because I always tell like, um, like to me, success, and this has changed as I've gotten older, but I think the way I look at it now, success is like you get up every day to do whatever it is you want to do. Irregardless of money, and you're happy doing it. Like if you're happy making forty grand a year, but you're getting up every day doing something that you want to do, and you're happy, like to me that's success, that's right? Success. Like you've reached that that level it, of success. Success is definitely a mindset for sure. Yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a level of of financial wealth. It's not a level. It's really like just, like just getting like I said, just getting up. And if you're happy with what you're doing, and I read something the other day from um, uh, Mark Manson. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, he's a good, good yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, and he put something, he just said something to that, to that effect where he was like, sometimes you got to take a step back and kind of put things into, into perspective because we as a society, we're, we're, we're very much like we want more. So like maybe um, our parish generation was like, okay, more was like the house and the car. And then maybe now in the millennia generation and generation Z, maybe those guys are going, Oh well, you know, maybe I don't want house and car, but I want more life experiences, right? But we, but as a, as a society, or as a species, we just want we always want more. And and he and he was like, sometimes maybe it's better to take a to take a step back and go. Maybe I should want less, almost. And I don't want to say set the bar lower because I think that as a species, we do need to continue to progress. But as far as like your happiness to go, like hey, like if I have, and I'll just say like right, if if I have the house and and a good spouse and and children and i'm able to provide for them like why isn't that enough yeah right like it like it 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 could be it's really about what you want what your expectations are and what your goals are all right man switch gears a little bit did you see um pfizer came out with the with a vaccine for the uh for covid19 um, they're talking about more than more than ninety percent effective, which is triple a That's normal crazy, vaccine, bro. right? Yeah. So, so if you look at if you look at um, if we just compare it to the flu vaccine, the flu vaccine is anywhere between like thirty and fifty percent. So ninety percent. I mean, like the CEO came out and was and, and was and they interviewed him and and he was like, yeah, like this is this is incredible. And so I guess wow. I think they're going to keep testing until the end of November. By the end of November, it's going to give them a good a good feel of it, if it's safe or not. So one, now, yeah, because they were round one of testing, right? I think they got the ninety percent through round one. I believe so. I, so I, they, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what round they were in, but I know that they had to continue to test it through the end of November to see what sort of like the safe factor of it was. Yeah, man, that that's all. And listen, that success rate on a vaccine is unheard of um that's wild i i still i'm like on the fence of like what are we giving up bro 
Am dude, I gonna have a like erectile I'm not, dysfunction? Yeah, like I'm not. <laughs> I'll be honest, man. Like, I'm not taking it. Um, I'll wait. I yeah, think I'm I think I'm a pretty healthy guy. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like even if I get it and I and I and I actually know so so and we talked about this in the be, in in the beginning of this podcast actually, man. Not, not this podcast, but the beginning when we first started the podcast. We said we're like we're gonna know people that have had it. Yeah. And so and so I've gotten to the point where I know a few people and it's affected them differently. Um, but what I have seen is that the folks that are that are in obviously the the no one that has any kind of like uh, pre-existing illnesses, anything like that. Right. But the but the folks that are in good shape, I would say, are doing much better than the folks that aren't. Yeah, dude. And I and I was guilty of not really taking care of myself as much. But one of the things that we did make a change in was um, I started taking actually different vitamins and and I'm trying to change kind of my eating habits now and all that um, because of reading and hearing about things going like, hey, if you have like if you're vitamin D, if, you know, if you have the, the substantial amount of that or all these other things, like you have a better chance, right? When you get it. And I do think we're getting better at treating it, right? Maybe we've done so many at this point, but it's still, man, it's over 100,000 cases a day right now, which is yeah, we're yeah. we're higher now than when we were at the peak when it first started. <laughs> and it's crazy because we're all like just moving about like yeah. nothing, especially listen, I don't know, depending on the state you guys are in, it's a little different. Listen, Florida it's Florida right now. Like, there's nothing different about Florida right now. Um, the traffic is back. Yep. And the traffic's back. The people are at the stores again, at the, but at the, the mall big, again. But the big companies are like, so we're close to Disney, right? They're still um, limiting the amount of people that yeah. can come in. Yeah, the capacity right? is a little They bit. are limiting Which is that. interesting because I think Disney would have had a record year, man. And I think that because a lot of people would have just went on road trips. I think Disney would have crushed because there's a lot of people who would have just said, I can't get on an airplane. But if you live anywhere near the East Coast or uh, Middle America, you would have said, man, I'll take the 24 hour drive to Orlando and stay at a hotel. I can't do anything else. I, you know, like I think Disney would have done well during something like this, Um, though. People have shown, man, like I think if you know, we were talking earlier, do you just open things up and just go, hey, if you want to go, then that's on you. The flip side to that is obviously you're going to overwhelm a health system that maybe can't handle it. I think that's it. the deal, right? So if you overwhelm the local hospitals, then like then what? Yeah. So, but but I know, I, and and I do, and I think that I we, what we're talking about was uh, Pennsylvania. I think it was a few. Uh, it's probably it was probably a month ago now, maybe a little bit more. Um, there was a a restaurant in Pennsylvania that actually was getting fined because they were sort of like opening up to max capacity. And um, they were getting fined and they took it to court and, and the court and they basically said, you can't tell me like it's unconstitutional for the government to tell me that I can't open to full capacity. And they won. So I don't know what that means for everybody else. Right. How that how that would trickle down to 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 other states or what have you. But, you know, there's that there's that piece of me that I, that I go like, yeah, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe the government shouldn't be telling you how, like, if you can open to capacity or not. And then you allow the patrons to decide whether they're going to go or not. The yeah. thing, here's the thing, bro. I think that if the government goes, yep, like, I can't tell you, but we strongly urge against it. There's a lot of people that go like, uh, the government said I can go. So I'm going to go. So I'm going to go. And then how many people, because we live in this, like, litigious society that will just sue? Like, oh, you guys, you told me, me it was OK. You told me it was OK. Or your restaurant was open. I got sick from your restaurant or like because we have these weird lawsuits that oh, your coffee was hot. 
And you're like, <laughs> you know, like, that's ma- true, bro. Yeah, yeah, people yeah, are petrified. Right? Like, you get COVID somewhere, like, you know, someone's going to go, oh, yeah, I got it at, you know, X place. And I did contact tracing, yep. chase it right back to your place. Yep. Dude, I took, uh, like, we took a day off last week and kind of try to have like a normal day, right? Like, went out to eat breakfast, we went out to like a museum, went out to eat dinner, um, I went to that cigar bar, all kind of in the same day, but I did it like during working hours, right? So everything was dead. Yeah. But it was nice, man. Like I went, everything was dead, so you kind of got everything to your own, to yourself, right? But it was like, oh shit, being out and about again, it's cool. It's nice. It's cool. It feels nice. Like having a meal at a restaurant, right? Again, felt cool. And obviously, the weather here is phenomenal. So you're sitting outside. You're just like, oh man, this is great. Like I want to get back to this being normal again. Like it, yeah. it's just because you do feel like a sense of guilt doing it, right? And but I, I remember like thinking, going like, man, this is what we were all used to do. Like. And now it's just gone. Yeah, it's, like it's not normal and, anymore. And, you know, to be fair, if it was a weekend, I wouldn't have done it because everything's crowded, right? Like, but because it was like a weekday and everybody's at work, like I, we were more like, eh, you know, everything's going to be dead. Let's go do that. That's but dude, crazy, so man. going back to this, just so we got this, so we got this thing, this, this, uh, um, this vaccine coming up, um, obviously it's going to be, there's going to be plenty of folks to take it. Um, I'm not going to take it right away. I'm going to, I'm going to let that, I'm going to let that ride for a little while, but it got me thinking like, how many like when when we're watching TV, and what, what and it doesn't matter now. TV, it's 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 your phone, it's your laptop, it's your desktop, whatever. We're marketed to so much shit, like things that are not good for us to eat, right? So so we get marketed like all this stuff that's just like none of this is healthy for you. The other commercials that we see are from the drug companies and giving you pills for ailments that you got. Probably because you ain't like shit your whole life. From the other commercials. That <laughs> <laughs> so you go from commercials to stuff you should have and then commercials to stuff going, here's what you should fix because of the stuff you should. <laughs> Dude. And I'm going like, oh, when it, so like, funny. when is it going to come to the, to the point of where we go, Hey man, like this virus is floating around. COVID-19 is not going to be, it ain't the first pandemic. It won't be the last. Like maybe we should start eating better. Maybe we should start, taking care of ourselves better. Maybe we should start promoting that shit instead of going like, and I'll tell you, I, I was watching TV today and it's like every commercial, and, I, and it wasn't every, but it was the majority of commercials that came on were trying to sell me some like fucking Pop-Tarts, <laughs> you know, <laughs> followed by some shit for diabetes. Mountain Dew. <laughs> some shit for diabetes. Dude, well, I, and I'm going. They're going to give you the disease. They're gonna <laughs> and then they're going to fix it. Right. And they're going to try to try to try to give you a pill to take for the rest of your life so you can fix it. And I'm going, man, like, are we, and maybe we're just so, I, I, I think you're, we're at this point, like, we, you're born into it. Like, my kids don't know any better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah no, they, they don't know any better. This, they is, the like, this, this is the world they This is the world they grew up in. And I'm like, man, like, when are we going to fucking wake up as a society and just go, hey, maybe we should probably eat better. And yes, there's other, this other shit out there, but it's not good for you. Kind of like, dude, when I was growing up, like cigarettes was, were, were glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the commercials. Right? Yeah. Until sometime in the mid eighties, when they started to do like the whole, like smoking is bad for you. Then they went, then they came out with the, with the truth thing came yeah. out with like in the nineties. Right. Yeah. Like, like late nineties. Right. And so, and so now it's like, everything now people still smoking and god bless you you smoke like knock yourself yeah, out yeah, man it's fucking you. yeah it's on you yeah whatever but when are we gonna start having warning labels like yo if you consume this much sugar on a daily basis like 
you have risk of like when are they gonna put diabetes warning labels on Pop Tarts? Yeah, why don't you? And you figure like uh, you know, we're we're talking about this pandemic, how many people it's killed, but it's probably killed three times as many people from heart disease and cancer and all that in that same time frame. And it's directly attributed to how we live, to the lifestyles, right? Right. Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's it's education. It's obviously big corporations. There's a lot of money in, in food. and. But, and, but I'm watching my kids, and, and you are too, right? Yeah. Go through school now. Do they teach them? Like, no. I haven't seen shit on, on that. No, dude. The, the two things that I think about school, and I go like health. So like gen- general health and well-being. Yep. And money. Yeah, like Out of two things they don't fucking see. Money management, like taxes and all that other shit, dude. So you think the um, like, do you think the food thing is because we're we're so we're this like society of instant gratification and and the consequences of making bad health choices take so long to live out. Like you see people like like we've done the skydiving thing, right? You hear so many people like, oh, you're crazy, or like you know, and it's either because they're afraid of heights or like you could die, and it's like yeah, you die instantly if some shit goes wrong. Yeah. But those same people will eat 16 cheeseburgers a day and, you know, eat a ton of sugar and do all that stuff because it takes longer, I think, to kill them. And it isn't until like and you see so many people like I know people who maybe they have one bad health episode and they completely change their lifestyle. Yeah. And some of them don't, but some of them do. And they go, shit, I got scared straight. And it's like, well, you always knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Like you just needed the proof. Like what happened? Like. I don't. I mean, I don't know what I, I. There's definitely something about sort of the 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 slow death, right? Where, where, where you go, ah, I got time. It doesn't really matter. Um, it doesn't matter until it matters, right? And 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 to your point, I think like like my father, he had a chance to to like sort of stop drinking. Like the doctors told him, like, yeah, stop drinking. You know, you can kind of change your life around. You know, do different things. And he tried it for a little while, and then um, afterwards, he he decided like, nah. Like I like drinking better. <laughs> the, dude, which, no, I mean, dude, like no shit. Because I remember he told me he's he's like he's like yo like I'm happy. He told me straight up like I'm happier this way. And and I and I told him like, I remember at the time I was probably in my I was in my in my mid twenties, and I remember telling him like, dude, like if you go back to the hospital, man, I'm not coming to see you. And then he goes, yo, I respect that. Let's have a drink. <laughs> I love it. Which he's like, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Hey, <laughs> which yeah, you have to respect that man. Like, yeah, yeah, like that's... like if you're that um, accepting of it, right? Like, I, and I think there's some people like that who go, Nah, screw it, I'm not watching what I eat. Like, I'm only here for a limited time, and if that means I live to 55 versus 75, then so be it. And you're like, All right, man. Like, they know it going in. Yeah, they're like I'm willing to live with that consequence. Yeah, and like right. for, for me, man, I'm going. Like I want to live. I want to live yeah. as long as possible. Dude, I wanna like, live. Yeah, I want to live forever. <laughs> and like for for me, man, I think I'll get to a point where I, where I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But I, <laughs> I, I, enough for this. Yeah, shit. like I do. There has to come a point, man, where like where like you have like whether it's ailments or whether you know just dude, your your body stops producing cells, bro. Like yeah, no, I no, and I hear you. You know what I, I think mean? That's so, what would make me sad, though, right? Because I, I I think in my mind, and we talked about this, I have this FOMO. I'm always going to think about, like, what haven't I done? What haven't I done? What haven't I done? What Like, where haven't I been? Where, like, I, like, I want to travel the world. world. I, yeah, yeah. Do like, you have it? Like, do you? Or is it in your head? It's in my head. It's in my head. And I have, like, a and I have like a bucket list in two, right? Like, I have, like, this bucket list of things that I just want to do in life. And then I have a I have a sports bucket list, which you're going to laugh. But it's, like, it's like sporting events that I want to go experience. And it's either by country or by. And we've done a few. Like, we've done a Mayweather fight together. And we've done and i've done world series games i've done nba finals like stuff like that you know and on that bucket list i have like a world cup 
and you know stuff like that where I want to go knock off um and I have like a life bucket list of stuff that I want to do but I don't dude I think that list it, it isn't um like I think that list is evolving right like I think oh, as absolutely. I check things off I just keep adding keep things, adding man. stuff yeah yeah because as I get more stuff I go all right cool like you know, I've been lucky enough to, to cross some things off of there, like earlier than I thought I would, where I'm like, all right, man, like what else? Like, I want to go see this and I want to go see that. And I've never done this and I've never done that. Like, I'm one of those men, like to a fault where I also try just anything and everything. So that, like, go, that goes yeah. back to the more, more, more that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, I want more, 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 more. Right. And so I would I would almost challenge you, man, to like almost I don't want to say make the finite list. But make the list that that if you go, yo, if I accomplish this, yeah. I'm See, good. I don't think I could do that today. Like, I don't think today I could sit there and make a list of things and go, hey, if I checked all these things off, mm-hmm. I'm good. Because like, even if it's an unlimited list as far as like, so you go, OK, I thought about the 50 things. No, because like so to me, right, like let's say I have these 50 things. And by the time I'm 50, I cross them out. Then by the time I'm 50, I'm like, yo, I got a lot of life left. Like this day and age, like 90, 95 isn't out of reach right no and so i go i'm halfway so what else like i gotta need 50 more things and then i need 50 things after that like i've never been and and maybe to a fault i've never been satisfied like no matter what thing i set for myself if i get it i'm always like all right cool that was cute like what's next you know what i mean like and and you know and maybe I think it goes back to that right we just like it's like we do something dude i'm in a place right now like um work wise not fine, not financially, but but work wise, that you and I talked about years ago, that I was like, that's the goal. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. And I've been there for two years. Yeah, we've had conversations where we're like, oh, that's the goal, right? And that, you got that's there. the goal. Yeah. Got there. Now what? And 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 no, for me, I'm going like, okay, yeah, I got it. Okay, like, okay, now what's next? Like, what's the next thing? So next, it, 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 and it, it's true. Satisfied. It's like, like, why am I? Because I remember before accomplishing that, thinking like. Oh man, if I could get there, that's awesome. Like that, like I don't need nothing else. Do do you take time to like do you celebrate those successes for yourself? Fuck no. No, right? Yeah. No, because they're like they're they're good for the moment. Yeah, I'm like that too, man. And I, and I always think like, I there's something happy. wrong with that. Yeah, wrong, for sure. Right? I'm I'm happy I'm in that spot. But to go like, okay, now I can sit back with my hands behind my head and go like, yo, like I've done it. Like I've done what I set out to do. Now I can chill. No, like there's, there's something inside of me that goes like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. I have that. Like I always have this thing that goes like, nah, you ain't shit. And honestly, man, if I think to myself, if I think to back to a decade ago, right. Of the things that I wanted to check off, I'm there. But to your point, I'm like, nah, like, yeah. and I didn't, and, and I didn't even get to enjoy the being there. Right. right? Like I, because I when never you celebrated get there, it's, n- it's not as, I don't, I don't think, it's it's not as cool as 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 the build up. I would say it's not, it's not as, as cool fulfilling. As it's not it's not as fulfilling as you think it's going to be when you get there. Right. I think that's because I don't think the and and so maybe the the fulfilling part is not getting there. It's the journey, right? It's it's the journey to get there. It's the oh shit, I'm almost there. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Okay, cool. Now I got it. Now it's like and then again once you're in it for that moment, and you're like, damn it, yes, I got it literally man like the next i mean i don't say the next day but soon thereafter me anyway i'm I'm going okay like what's next like this this wasn't really it is cool but it's 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 not this sort of like this 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 self like 
fulfilling prophecy that I go like, oh my God, like this is this is just the most amazing thing in the world and and I'm good for the rest of my life. It's not, yeah, it's not. And I think, yeah, we're we're both kind of built in that sense where it's like, yeah, and I don't want to say it's that that there isn't something that's ever going to be enough, but I don't think, like you said, to your point, it's like we're not in it for the the end result. We're kind of in it for the, the like the journey the on journey, the way there, man. man. It's it's weird. It sounds cliche, but it's so true, bro. I remember like I remember seeing money like deposited that I always thought like if I get that weekly, I'm good. I'm good. And I remember going like, oh, that's cool, and then going, all right, man, like. How do I get the next? How do thing? I get the next? Yeah, yeah. Like yep. it's just it's nothing's ever enough, man. And I think you have to enjoy. And this is like an old Gary V thing, right? Like you have to enjoy the actual journey process. because yep. the, the the like the process of everything because the the end result isn't going to satisfy you. And it's spot on, dude. Like the the I would say that I have probably checked so many of the boxes that I thought I wanted to get to. Now in my mind, I didn't get to them as early, right, as I thought I wanted to. I wanted to be younger, but I'm like it didn't bring me a sense of satisfaction that I thought it would. And I, and I, and I think because ultimately the, the destination isn't the, isn't what I'm after. Right. Like there's something in there. There's a, there's a high, I think that we all chase. Like we always talked about it after even like the skydive thing, there's this high that you get that you're like, I want to feel like that all the time. And that isn't in the celebration, right? Like that's in the battle that's in the, like right. somewhere in there. So I don't know what that is, man, but yeah, man. Who knows? Dude, you know, well, like while we're on liquor, bro, Oh, what's up? So, did you see that the number one Google thing the night of the election was liquor stores near me? Number one Google no. thing was liquor stores near yeah? me. Yeah. How stressed out was America? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one who, who has stress drinks, bro. I already know where mine is. Publix, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, man? That's a great point because I was like, who the fuck doesn't know where their closest liquor store is like if you drink amateurs right if you drink <laughs> so that, I guess that tells you there's people who don't drink normally who were it's i just i saw that little anecdote and i'm like that is so funny that dude. i would have thought it was presidential election results and it wasn't right. it was liquor, liquor store, store near me dude i i know like, so great so i go to Publix because it's the closest but if i need a cigar i go the other way and there's like a little mom and pop liquor store by the walmart that has cigars. And that's what, yeah, we on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, yo, I got some new shit. Got I think you'll stuff, be yo. interested. <laughs> There's the dumbass that comes in here and spends all that money. Yeah, dude. And I would say, man, like, I, I always laugh. Like, I'm like, I'm a, oh, I'm a, I'm a sober phobic, not an alcoholic. But it's, dude, I love the social aspect of drinking. Like, even us, right? Like, we did this and we're always like, yo, we, we got to get together and have a drink and then talk smack, like, on the thing. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of like having a drink and just shooting the shit. Like, so to me, like the drinking thing was never like, I just don't want, I want to feel numb or like, I want to forget. Like to me, it was always a, like, there's something socially so like freeing and so loose and so like uh, enjoyable about just getting around people and everyone having a drink because it just takes everyone that edge off of everyone. And you're just like, you know, people get in their element and they're happy and they're just like, you know, like, and listen, this is not a, like, if you're an alcoholic, like, you know, go, yeah, to, yeah, your, yeah. go to your meeting. Don't do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, go get that coin. But listen, my, but name, yeah, this, my name is Sean. 
Hi, Sean. But yeah, man, like I've always enjoyed, like, you know, like we do, we, we, we'll text each other like recipes and pictures of drinks that we made and we came up with and stuff. And I think I like, I enjoy that aspect of it so much of like coming up with new stuff and then being able to share it with people and having that, that like, I think, you know, that's one of the positives I would say of drinking that I, I know gets lost in the mix of people like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just don't do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> What's all the time? The <laughs> That sounds judgy, Sean. <laughs> Yo, but we were talking about like uh um you know the journey and like speaking of journeys, bro. Have you seen the 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 Virgin um Hyperloop? Dude, I saw a uh like a quick like uh headline, but I didn't get to read like the entire thing about it. I saw they tested the the Hyperloop thing. Bro. Yeah, so so for those of you who don't know, um if you ever heard of like like Elon Musk I think came up with like the idea of like this sort of uh this sort of hyper fast train if you will that would that would go from i think his initial thing was like new york to la and back right he would get there and in, in basically in the same time that a plane would get there in about a five-hour trip so um the virgin hyperloop um they actually sent uh two of their employees through their test tube so if you guys could think about this it, it is a it's a train that is using the technology of the... Um, it's magnetic? It's the magnetic, okay. yes. Yeah. Like, like that reverse magnetic, right? If you think about yep, two yep, magnets yep. That, that, that repel each other, that's kind of the technology that it uses. So, so it sort of is, is gliding on, on a rail. But what makes it even faster is that they put it into this vacuum tube. So it's you, like the thing at the bank. Yeah. Like the canister yeah, at yeah, the bank. You put good, through a tube, yeah, yeah, but you're putting yeah. people in it. Right. Basically. And so... Um, in in Nevada, of course, right where they have uh, where where they are still counting votes, and um, they have tubes in the desert. <laughs> Nevada don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> and they got what is it? Area fifty one. Yeah, yeah, they have all the weird shit. Right. So anyway, so so this uh, Virgin Hyperloop. So they have like this this tube, this vacuum tube, out in the middle of the desert, and so they and so they tested it, and they went like. They went like 500 meters. I think that's what the tube is. And so the people that was inside was saying like, well, they had to get up to a certain speed. Then they got up to like 107 miles an hour. And so so they had to sort of pick up speed pretty quick to get to that. And then obviously had time to stop. But essentially, once this thing is expanded, it's going to be going over 600 miles per hour. That's insane. So, and, and just to, just to give you in con- a tunnel across the country, basically. Yes, and so, and it's not even just across the country. So it's like they're gonna do like areas, say like in heavily populated areas like L.A. Um, their test they're gonna do is something in in Dubai, to where something that will take you like an hour to get to will take you twelve minutes. Yeah, or a forty-five minute ride is gonna take you like like four minutes, something like that. Like it's crazy. No, no. We'll see what That's goes from there. Be, and we get accused of here of being uh, uh, Elon Musk lovers, which uh, <laughs> y'all stop knocking. That's my boo. But <laughs> but yeah, man, like there's other like Richard Branson, right? And his Virgin Atlantic are trying to figure out better ways to, you know, man, like this is it. Obviously, this is faster to be more efficient. It's probably cheaper than flying, but also uh, it's more more uh, energy efficient. And you get away from the, you know, the fossil fuels that you're. And listen, I'm right. one of these like I don't give a fuck about the earth. But like, obviously, I recognize the need to like we have to move away from from fossil fuels and i say i don't give a fuck about it. that's tongue-in-cheek man like i just i just think like the the infrastructure right it's, it's almost it's almost like we're going back to when we built all the railroads and subways essentially and it's you're going back to that oh, un- yeah railroad, underground yeah. tubes or even even above ground tubes it doesn't really matter whatever whatever it is um you got to build that infrastructure yeah, it's, so it's going to take away. time yeah um but i mean like 
What else we doing? But dude, those are like so like that right there. Like we always talk about the people who feel entitled to jobs, right? Whether you're a coal miner or you work on a on a an oil rig somewhere or whatever. But that's a job in itself, right? Like that's twenty years of work. That's someone's entire career is yeah. building this tunnel, right? Or thousands of or people's thousands career. of tunnels. Right, like, and you're yeah, building yeah, thousands yeah. on right, right, because it's not like L.A. to New York, right? It's L.A. to uh, every major city in America, right? Well, they even, and like I said, they've been doing it within within major cities, like L.A. If you know anybody from L.A., ask them about traffic. Oh yeah, like it's insane. And so, th- part of the part of the initiative is to kind of look look at areas in L.A. that take forever to get to, and then put these in place there, Dude. right? If you're ever bored, like I'm a nerd, so go and go on uh, like Waze, find a random address in LA, and then go find another random address five miles away and just put it in uh, Waze. It's like, like 30 it, minutes. It's Sometimes it's more. Really? For five miles. It's like an hour plus. You could walk it. Yes. I've seen in the middle of rush hour, dude, I've seen five mile treks take an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, you could walk it. That's insane. Yeah, right. Well, like you're better off just you walking walk. it. Like it's crazy. So I think some of these cities, like middle of the country, wouldn't, they wouldn't find the need for this. But like once you get into the New York, like if you've ever driven in New York, it's pointless. I tell me about this pointless. Like I've driven in New York. It's absolutely pointless. It was stupid. Depending on when it is, yeah. Yeah, and Chicago. My my brother picked me up in Chicago from the airport, and we went to go park his car at my hotel, and it was an egregious fee to park it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then everywhere you went in Chicago after that, you're like, all right, the traffic's horrendous. You have to park, pay an arm and a leg to park it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, So I think that's where these... um. These hyperloop things are gonna are really gonna go, dude. And and like while we're on California, man, did you see this whole Proposition Twenty Two? So it was like a obviously, you know, these this gig work economy where it's like Uber, it's Lyft, it's Instacart, it's uh, DoorDash, Grubhub, all these like uh, gig economies. So they had they had passed a law earlier this year, essentially wanting to qualify these guys as employees. And so obviously that means like Google and Lyft and all these other so, companies. So versus like contractors. Yeah, they're, right now they're subcontractors, right? Right. You get to make your own hours. You work as little or as much as yeah, you want. You do to. whatever the fuck you want. You do whatever you want, and you get paid. Like they've they've made this app and they've opened it up to where it's obviously convenient for everyone. And then if you need to make some money on the side or you want to make it your career, it's a pretty good gig. Aside from the fact that you know, like every other subcontractor, that you're giving up benefits and you're giving up all this else. So they pass this law, and and California is obviously always the first fucking people to do this. Where where they they're listening. California, get your shit together. Yeah, man. If you've ever had to do business in California, it's such a nightmare, dude. It's like the best way I can explain it. It's like the entire state has a union. Like I, I like that's the best way. Like if you ever worked at a company that had a union and you saw all these weird rules, and some of them made no sense because they don't do anything to promote the good workers. They do everything to defend the mediocre ones. That's what California is, man. And the, whether from a tax perspective or a like, just the 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 compliance perspective, like it's such a nightmare. And then they were trying to make, which by the way, California is like the fourth largest economy in the world, not the country, the world. Really? Yes, man. It's 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 top five. I'm I'm gonna look it up really quick because well, I don't want to be Texas wrong. Texas is always the one that's going like we're gonna secede from the union. Yeah. So they are. Um, like anyway, so they did this thing that that basically they had to treat these guys like employees, which obviously meant a, a bigger expenditure for Lyft, for Google, for I mean for uh, Lyft and Uber and all and, and Grubhub and um, uh, Instacart and all these other guys. And it's like, dude, this is why we can't have nice things. Like, it's it's like 
it's so by the way, it's the fifth largest economy in the world, and it represents almost fifteen percent of the total U.S. economy. So wow, it's a massive. Bro. So if you're Google and Lyft, you have to be there. You have yeah, to. Yeah, it's a yeah, lot yeah. of money to give up. But what was and making it hard was you have to treat these guys like employees. That's why they have fifty-five electoral votes. Yep, dude. I. <laughs> that's why we can't have nice things, man. Like I like. So you get in this. And I used to work for a a major uh, shipper, uh, probably a little over a decade ago. So like a major uh, uh, logistics company. And I remember, and I was in a salaried employee. And I remember because of California, they had to change the rules for us. And, and essentially what it meant was, and obviously it was to my benefit, is salaried employees got overtime pay. So oh. they basically put it into where if you did X amount of hours, like yeah. now there's most of us understand that if you're a salaried employee, there are things that you give up and there are things that you gain and you're kind of good with that, right? Like obviously there's going to be weeks where you work a shit ton of hours and there's weeks where you work little hours and it kind of evens out. It evens out. And you're okay with that. Like, in fact, I think it's illegal to hold salaries employed to hourly, um, like to any hourly standards at all. Absolutely. It, it is it yeah. is absolutely illegal to hold them to that. And so I remember working there going like, yeah, this is awesome, right? <laughs> like obviously because we all worked more hours than we were supposed to, so we we're getting paid for it. But like you're looking at these this this Uber and this Lyft stuff, and I'm like, dude, you you it's a side gig or it's a career, but you get to make your own hours, right? So you work as little or as much as you want to. You do whatever the whenever fuck you, want. you want to. Yeah. And then like they're gonna ruin it for the rest of us because they're like, nope, we're gonna we they now they were trying to make it to where in California they would have to pay them benefits and 401ks and and you would have to then pay like FICA and all this other stuff right. that goes along with having employees. Having an employee is expensive. Like people look at it as just a salary expense. It's not. It's a ton of shit that goes with that, especially in California. And then who do you think pays for that? Yeah. And bro, could you imagine like I think just 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 to if that had passed, a if they weren't able to get out and they had to stay in California, I would have been like, all right, we're gonna make schedules. Yeah. And now and now you're a new Uber or Lyft employee. Guess what? You don't work the peak hours. Nope. You don't get to make the money. You work Monday through Friday, ten a.m. to three. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. You don't like, get, yeah, like it's so yeah, that's stupid, crazy. man. And it's like we get so caught up in this, like, oh, I want this, I want that, I want that, and then you realize like you're giving up all this other stuff. It, it's dumb, man. I say it's like why well, we can't have nice things because we get so caught up in the like, well, I want benefits, I want this and that. Well, you didn't sign up for that. You signed up to be a gig worker. You signed up to be a subcontractor, and all the benefits that go along with being right. a subcontractor, which is what you I mean, do hell, whatever you want, whenever you want. Didn't they have a whole city right? Didn't New York? go like try to prevent uber and lyft from yeah. coming in because and of the medallions yeah and they couldn't and eventually uber and lyft wound up winning out um but yeah they tried to do a whole thing because of the medallions because the amount of money they spend it's like that's a you problem like that's not this you know like and people complain about the capitalism part of it but like employees themselves are just as as advantageous or just as like they try to take advantage of, of this scenario because they just go well uber and live you guys are making all this money well we want to be employees now it's like well that's not what you signed up for right. like you were completely okay with being this gig worker and making this side money but the minute you find out like oh these guys are making all this money uh, i don't have benefits anymore it's like that's on you you decided to make this a career like that's on you man so did so did uber and lyft threaten to just like not they just do business? stopped so oh, they so passed they this stop. law like in january which basically meant they had to recognize like it, it was called like this abc law and they had to like if it passed this test of these abcs then they had to be categorized as employees which they were and so what happened was uber and lyft just stopped operating 
in California. Um, and so, and then it, this Proposition 22 went up for vote, which now, which thankfully the people voted for it, which saved Uber and Lyft a shit ton of money. Oh, wow. They don't have to do, like, now there are things that they had to give up. Um, so there was sort of a compromise in there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just reading that and I'm like, guys, like, this is, you like, you you spit in the face of, of the, the capitalistic society and then you go, you, you're equally as guilty of doing the shit they do on the other side. And it's why we get into these like scenarios where these companies are just gouging people. Because listen, I'll be the first to admit, I order Uber Eats a fucking lot, like a lot, dude. I, like more than I care which, to admit. Which Uber Eats is essentially like an Uber driver going to pick up your shit. Yeah, he picks up. Right? Bro, I have, even Instacart. Have you done Instacart? No. They go shop for you. I give them a shopping list from Publix and they'll go shop it and they'll literally message you on the app like, oh, they're out of this. Can I substitute it with this or what else would you like? And you respond on the app and then they do it, right? Like it's fantastic. Like I do a lot of shit through <laughs> Uber Eats. <laughs> Again, too much. I'm old, I'm old school. I still go to. Oh no, nah, man! Store. If I can avoid doing anything <laughs> in person at a place like that, I do it. Yeah. But you get a seven dollars sandwich, and by the time you get it, it's like forty seven. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck happened? And it's the stupid fees that Uber and Lyft charge you, which I think are already kind of sort of egregious. And I do understand their part because there are restaurants that I've tried that I would have never tried had it been had it not been right. for Uber Eats because I'm more open-minded going like, eh, you know, like, let I'll me try, try these yeah. guys out. And you read reviews and you do whatever. So I get that part of it, but it's still like a ridiculous amount of, of the, the surcharge. Not for nothing, though, but like the time that it takes you, like time that it would take you to, to leave your house, to go there, to go to a place, to try it, right? Like having that service, is it really expensive? Like, yeah, you know it's worth I mean? 30 bucks to me a night for sure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So like, like, so like, like depending depending on what you, on the value you put on your time, yeah. it's probably not that expensive. No, it ends up being like 20 to 30 bucks depending on the order, right? Like the size of the order. So let's say like I'm at 100 bucks per order. So of that, like $25, $30 is in fees and delivery charge oh, and really? tip or whatever. I would say, yeah, that's worth an hour of, uh, like half an hour of my time. So you're I getting like $75 worth of stuff? And, and then you're paying a hundred, yeah. Which it's worth it to me, man. So yep. which is why I do it so much, right? Because I go, eh, then I have to get out, I have to go get it, I have to do that. I'm like, nah. Every once in a while, we got like, first world problems. Go on a drive. We sure do, bro. <laughs> we sure do. I'll be like, anytime you could pay seventy eight dollars for subs, it's a good time to be alive. But <laughs> but I just look at these fucking thank, drivers and I'm like, thank Come you, on, Trump, man. Yeah. Shout <laughs> <laughs> yo man oh, i don't know what man. you got anything else man Cause oh, i want to go over some i want to go over what we got wrong last week but do you want to go over all right can we what make fun of adrian broner right quick bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh dude i just saw the video he's in court oh yo this guy adrian broner if you guys don't know him he's a boxer he had a lot of promise at some point in time and uh he lost the lawsuit i think the lawsuit was actually for um a sexual assault right like she it sued was. him she sued him in civil court and one, and I think the the settlement was it was just under a million dollars. I think it was like seven hundred k, something yes. like that, right? And he's complaining that he has no money, like right. So the judge has been like, okay, like he's like, oh, I got thirteen cents in my bank account, like right, he's showing right, all these right. statements and blah blah, which is hilarious for a guy whose marketing pitch has been about billions, right? Like Adrian Broner tried to be Mayweather without being Mayweather, like, and I would argue. He was talented from a, a boxing perspective, but not that talented. But he's not that talented. And then I think he wanted to play that persona before he earned it. 
And so he will always be the guy like the what if like he I think he had promise, but he was worried so much more about the money instead of like Floyd went and earned his way there and then went like, oh, yeah, I'm the money, you know, the money Mayweather. Like he went from pretty boy Floyd to money Mayweather and whatever. Right. So he earned that that right. Adrian Broner tried to jump right into that and just couldn't do it anyway. So he has this case. He loses it. He's complaining to the judge saying he can't make the money. But then he's on Instagram posting stacks of, of cash. Money. Yep. To and the judge saw it and goes like, <laughs> "Dude, who sent it to the judge?" Ugh. So someone sent it to her, right? Because you, she's not following him. I'm assuming. You don't think the judge is following? A, I don't a, think. B? <laughs> like, dude, he a like I'm a boxing fan. And, yeah. and to me, he's not that good of a boxer. So, like, he's good enough that if he's on for free, I'll watch him. Yeah, I'm not buying a paper. I'm not buying his. And we've seen rock. him live. Yep. Yeah, we saw him on That's another right. card. And he was entertaining. And he's entertaining. He's entertaining. He's entertaining. But he's not, He, you know, he's not the knockout artist. Um, he, He's a skillful guy, what have you. But his mouth is bigger than his than his boxing skills. Correct. And so in the in the court, right, she's like, yo, but you're showing all this money. And he's like. Oh, but I called favors in to get money from my friends. Yeah, so that I can post on social media. Yeah, and he's like stacks of cash on. Which listen, I didn't see the the, the post. I don't get what the fuck the point is of that, dude. Me, either. you see rappers doing it with like wads of cash and all. Like I don't understand. I'm the only thing I can think of, man, is that like as guys. We don't have physical assets to peacock, show off. Bro. Yeah, it's the peacock, right? The and peacock. the cash for us is the peacock, I guess, because we can't walk around slanging our junk. So maybe, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't Maybe he should have just pulled it out. Yeah, pull it out and shake it around. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe that's why he's got the water cat. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I, it's just bizarre, man. But I thought it was funny. Dude, <laughs> boxing is... Like, I know we, we've talked about this personally. We don't talk about it a lot on the show because, like, not a lot of people care about boxing because it's dead. But it's probably one of our favorite sports, I would say. Like, in the last month, we've had Lomachenko, who's pound for pound, was ranked number one in the world in a great fight against Teofimo Lopez. No yeah. one cared. We had... Sp- oh, man. Yes, you're right. But anybody who cares about boxing cares, right? Correct. That their, their, their fan base is diminishing. Yes. The, and then you had you had Javante Davis with a probably a top five all-time knockout in a big fight. I would it probably top two or three in a in a major fight because there's Javante Davis and um uh, and uh Leo Santa Cruz, which is a huge fight, but not for your average fan, right? If you're a right. boxing fan, that's massive. And you get this like movie-esque knockout out of it, right? Yeah. This crazy uppercut. And then this weekend you have Terrence Crawford and and Kel Brook and who Brook is past his prime, but still it's Terrence Crawford's probably first like real test. No one's talking about it, dude. Like boxing is so dead that the one fight that people are like, oh shit, is it gonna happen? Is McGregor and Pacquiao. <laughs> like that's how sad boxing. Like UFC has surpassed. I keep thinking about this, man. Maybe our business move should be to start a boxing league where we were dictators. Where you're like, no, you fight you, you fight and you. that's it. And you get rid of all these fucking belts. Do the Dana White thing. Do the Dana White thing, dude. I'm like, Dana White figured it out. He's like, nope, I run it. I tell you when and who. I tell you how much you're getting paid. You know, and obviously you have negotiating power based but on your star power. most of those guys power. don't get paid shit. They don't. Right, the UFC guys. But the big guys like McGregor, he's calling his shots. He's getting his. Now, some of them I would argue, like, it's a damn shame. Like, I saw some of the purses for... um uh, for example, the guy who fought Khabib, uh, 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 Justin Gaethje, his purse was less than a million bucks. 
And I would argue that, wow. and obviously there's some like performance incentives and all that that are built into that, that are, and I know people are going to be like, oh, it's a lot of money for it. No, this guy no. works three, four months to build up to that. He has to give up some to his trainer. He has to give up some in taxes. He has to give up some to the team around him. He, it's not a lot of money, right? So if he ends up making 200K, yeah, 300K, 300K for three months, four months worth of work, that's not a lot of money considering the stuff you have to do. And by the way, you're putting your, your life on the line and your health on the line all the time too. And there's a price to that, right? Like, or there is no price to that aspect of it and these guys have decided that maybe there is a little bit but so dude i boxing it's so dead like we don't care like we want to see guys like the biggest boxing fights coming up are dudes that are retired like tyson and roy jones right like we want to fight. did you see McGregor uh, and Pacquiao. um holyfield was like i want to fight tyson next which is and i'm going like i don't care dude that'll sell i already more, i already watched that back in the 90s yeah man but it'll still sell more than like teofimo lopez and lomachenko if that were on pay per view, yeah, maybe man. it's it's insane. But man. like, we I, I think I think only because you get like the old time guys that were into it. Yeah, because there's no like, young boxing oh. fans. Because all the all the I would say like all the eighteen to forty year olds they lost them. They went to UFC because I would say UFC you get who you want to see in their prime. You know, like how long did it take us to get Floyd and Pacquiao? Right. Yeah, and yeah, I think in UFC Dana White goes like, there's no like, oh, I don't want to lose my cash cow. Like if McGregor was good, it was like, all right, who's the next big guy? Like give him, give McGregor that guy. Like Dana White was never afraid to just throw his two best guys. It was always the, who's the number one and number two contender. There you go. That's who you're going to get. And I think boxing fails to do that because of all the politics and all the hands in the pot and all the belts. Like I don't fucking get it anymore. There's like seven belts per division. Ugh. Like uh, Teofimo Lopez won what? Four belts in that fight. Why are there four belts in one weight division? It's just. What is it? WBO, WBC, BL, WBO, WBC, uh, WBA, uh, fucking yeah, God, like who, who cares? Who that, cares? They don't matter. That, no one knows. That's the point, dude. Every time I've looked at the list, because I'm a boxing fan, so I'll watch like box. I watch obviously most of the fights, but I'm a boxing fan. Like I love boxing, and even I'll look at uh, people sometimes with belt, and I'm like, I don't even know who that guy is. Why does he have a belt? <laughs> like it's it's so dumb, man. Like, and this is why UFC is getting there. But I saw the Adrian Broner thing this weekend, and I'm like, it's so Adrian Broner. Like it's so on brand. But you know what's funny is that is that as much you know, as many fights as he has. Or as he's had, and he's broke. He's broke. Not not surprised, man. Because again, he tried to live the Floyd lifestyle without earning that first man. Like I think these guys get like a five million dollar payday and think, oh, this shit's gonna last forever. Yeah. It's like, man, Floyd's been two decades in, and then it wasn't until the last decade where he was getting hundred million dollar paydays and then hopefully invested his money. But it's like it's easy to blow through that money. Yeah. Especially if you're buying Bugattis and Ferraris and all that stuff, like that stuff goes really fast, man. Like and and maintaining the entourage, you know, isn't cheap and yep. all that. You would hope again, man. Inyo Broner was such a good talent uh, uh, from a boxing perspective. I felt like if he would have focused on the boxing first, everything else would have come because he was entertaining. You know, like you would have either hated him or you would have loved him, and so you would have tuned in either way. The same way we do for Floyd, like we tune in, like we love Floyd as a boxer, as a purist, as boxing fans. But then other people tune in because they want to see him get knocked out because they hate him. And yep. Either way, the goal is to make people feel about you a certain way, good or bad. It doesn't matter. They yep. just have to feel a way. If I feel indifferent towards it's like you, like wrestling, bro. Yep, you get the heel, you get the hero yep. and the heel, um, and and. You're tuning in either way. Yep. And yeah, you never have in, in, in wrestling like the meh guy, the guy in the middle, right? You're either a bad guy or a good guy because they know they have to draw some kind of emotion out of people so that you're invested in it either way. Yep. 
it's wild but yeah Man, that's crazy bro um all right yo i want to do like a little uh a, a, like a little news segment um and this is this is for the for the fans out there that have been reaching out to us um telling us where we got things wrong and so um the first of which is the uh i think it was last week these came from last week so chickens do not have talons <laughs> so if you didn't listen to episode 26 um we actually asked the question and it's kind of based off of the uh napoleon dynamite movie um chickens do not have talons they have claws so is that what they're officially called it's claws they're claws yeah so okay. so the the term talons is uh reserved for uh bird, birds of prey so your falcons your eagles okay right so those guys have talons chickens have claws that they use to you know dig around in the ground and find food they don't they don't use it to catch prey okay um the next one was uh was on was on you was on uh, <laughs> I didn't the, say anything wrong did I right so <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the 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 police officer in the Philippines was it mm -hmm. right they got killed by um a a, a, a cock a, ch a, a rooster so basically a with uh with blades attached to his to his uh claws um and cut the uh is it how do you pronounce that is it femoral is it the femoral femoral artery and i think i said carotid you said you said carotid yeah, yeah, yeah. is the femoral um and then the last but not least man we got uh a listener i gotta shout him out my boy tito he commented on we talked about the crack the crack vials that that we used to encounter as kids and walking in the street um and he hit, he hit us up and was basically saying these the 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 crack vials used to have different color um, caps on them, and as a kid, I left New York when I was fourteen. So as a kid, I never knew what the hell the the color caps were. But he said the color caps um, lets the addicts know who to go to. So it was like a different color cap per dealer, and then um, it was also sort of like it would also uh, cause like street wars. Because someone could like falsely use a color to ruin the product's reputation. So this company, quote unquote, would use like a red, where this like segment of it would use like right, blue and this right. guy's yellow, and that's how you would know who the product was from. Right, and then but branding basically. Right, branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like street branding, yeah. and so like, but if if you had the good shit and you were red and mine wasn't so good, or if I got some like a bad batch. I put red caps on it, and then they go, "Oh, Juan got Juan shit changed. I'm not gonna buy from him anymore." Because uh, then you can ruin the reputation, yeah, and, and shift things towards like, you. Now, or... yeah, like, oh, Sean got the better stuff. That's wild, man. The That's streets crazy, is crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Like, there's been drug empires on the Forbes list of richest people in the world. Like, it's obviously an intricate. Like, these guys aren't stupid. <laughs> like, what they're doing may be illegal, <laughs> but they're running billion dollar corporations yeah and and obviously have the smarts to run this empire i would argue man some of these guys are smarter than ceos of fortune 500s because they have to have the exact same wits and business acumen but then they have to there's there's a an element that they have that obviously these other guys don't have which is now you have to do it on the underground right. you have to do it under the radar you have to like there's a there's a difficulty added to that which is wild, man. Dude, not not for nothing, right? Do you do you take those guys and obviously, you know, you know, obviously those guys are, are, are doing things and, and, and making moves and making money in a in a realm that most people don't exist. Mm -hmm. But man, if you're like a an actual Fortune five hundred company, do you approach some of those guys and go, Come work for me? Yeah, what the fuck did you do? 
Dude, you know what it's like? Like, I forget what the figures are, but Pablo Escobar was earning like $50 million a day. Or it's something stupid, like in cash and revenue. Do you know what that's like in today? Like, I'm trying to think of who has that kind of revenue today. There's not a whole lot of companies, man, that yeah, on you the legal like- And you have to do this on the hush. Like, that's right. what makes it crazier. Like, you don't have the power of marketing, right, of of, of branding, right. I guess, to the masses, right? You have to do, like, again, man, I, yeah, like, if you're one of these, similar to how the police or FBI, CIA, Homeland Security, you know, all these guys approach, you know, the criminals who were at the the, the cream of the crop, so to speak, like, uh, as a trade-off to, to help them. Like, or if you're a Fortune 500, at what point do you just go, like, oh, man, who runs this? <laughs> Because like we trying to sell some Skittles over here. We need to know <laughs> We need to know how to get these Skittles on every Listen, corner. The green Skittles ain't selling. Yeah. We need to bring in Pablo. That shit is <laughs> Yo, and then if you went to like uh uh high end like uh uh business school, right? And then you're getting outdone by like <laughs> You know, the Frank Lucas, the street guys, right? Like, how demoralizing is that? <laughs> they probably, that, probably play in politics to get a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine going, uh, is it, is it uh, the Doofendizzi? Is it Bob Eisner? It used to be. It used to be. Yeah, imagine going to him like, sir, we got this guy. He used to sell meth in New Mexico. We think he could help us move like... <laughs> Like move more sweatshirts, right? Or like, like <laughs> more Disney branded sweatshirts. Like, we're not selling those foot long hot dogs enough. Yeah, we'll like just if, bring this guy. In. Yep. Like if I'm those guys, I'm like, bruh, I sold. You know, I, w- I was making two million dollars a day on the street on something I'm not allowed to advertise. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, like how, how do you argue with that? Uh, yeah, man, if, yeah, and if you could give a, a, a good argument of just like, here's how I can um, translate it to your to your product. Yeah. Like. Yeah, how do you, dude? Did you see? Uh, I know we said we we're gonna take off. But I I had this thing. I, we got to touch on it, man. Have, did you see the movie The Witches on HBO Max? No. So it's like a remake. It's a it's a uh, God. I can't think. It's Dahl, the guy who wrote like Charlie and Chocolate Factory and all that stuff. Is the book The Witches? They they there's a movie that's already out. They remade it. It's on HBO. It's like Anne Hathaway and a bunch of other people. Anyway, in the movie, man, uh, I think it's Anne Hathaway's character, like a witch. She has three fingers, right? So she has a deformity. And there's people fucking complaining because she is. Because she has three fingers? She has three fingers and they're afraid of her in the movie because of the three fingers. And I guess they kind of um, bring attention to that. And so people with deformities or like amputees or whatever are like complaining because, you know, she's setting a bad example for people who have like like what's, deformities or what's stuff the like bag, that. What's and the she bag fucking bag? apologized for it which makes me no. even more livid Who, hold on and half the way did? did like oh, i'll make but better choices did she do that, that dude because we're so she didn't, she didn't make soft, that up dude uh, i know listen this is this goes back to the shit we were talking about before is why people vote red because this is a fucking democrat <laughs> thing to do dude is we whine about like we cry about equality but then and then we were talking about this earlier you got to be able to take these jokes on both sides, right? Like, like the ultimate equal is I can roast all of us, right? right? Like, like the ultimate equal is like, yeah, if you have a handicap, I'm gonna fucking roast you the same way I'm gonna roast my 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 boy who's not like like it's so like and I get it, man. Like, there's a there's a part of this where they're like, okay, maybe there isn't representation of people with like these limb deformities, and there isn't enough like representation on a positive note, and so whenever you show them, it's in this like negative light. But like at some point in time, man, we but have fucking to apply. I'm I'm assuming if people are scared of her is because she's a, it's a powerful witch. Yes, man. And well, then, there you go, man. And there's then the fucking positive. Side and then I guess they call attention to like, oh, the three, and then people with three fingers are. 
like, oh, you're making people afraid of me. It's like, dude, come fucking on. We're nice to, like, that's the only people we're universally nice to is handicapped. <laughs> right? Like, we're universally, like, nice to anyone. And some of them are assholes, right? And you, like, by design, you have to be like, I got to be nice to him. He's in a wheelchair. Right? Well, didn't, like, didn't he's allowed tell, to be angry. <laughs> didn't you tell me earlier something? There was somebody that, 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 uh, Ran like a triathlon or some shit. Yeah, bro. There's a kid. This is a kid in Florida uh, who, like, I almost was like, oh, that's the carbon footprint. And then I had to think about it for a little bit because he's a uh, he kid with Down syndrome. He 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 uh, finished the Ironman in Florida, and I would argue that's not tough at all as a kid with Down syndrome. Like, if you'd have had cerebral palsy, that'd have been real impressive. Yep. He but, had the, he had the retard strength. Bro, they dumb strong. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> kid, you ever been around a kid with Down syndrome? Bro, let me tell you something, man. Bro. I'm not arm wrestling. Bro, I used to have this kid. I used to have this kid in school, man. And this is like elementary school. And this dude, he wasn't, he didn't have Down syndrome, man. But he but he was a little slow. Um, And I remember like, you know, it being in the playground and like doing, you know, dumb like boy shit where you like push against each other. And me and this guy went head to head. It wasn't even close, dude. This dude pushed me up against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Nicest guy ever, bro. Pushed me up against the wall. I remember leaving there going like, that motherfucker's strong. Dude, I've met several people throughout my life with Down syndrome and stuff. First of all, wittiest people I've ever met in my life. Like, got jokes and can take them. Yep. And he said- And don't care. And don't care. Stupid strong, right? Like- to me, man, we've hit ultimate equality, dude, when we're all treated equal. And equal is like, I am i don't bite back with, like, if you're going to make fun of me or I'm going to make fun of you, like, we don't bite back, right? Like, we do it. We roast each other. Like, that's what we do, man. And I think we have to get away from this bullshit of like, oh, you can't make fun of these guys. And, and, and you know, like, you need representation here on a positive note. Like, like, it's, no, man, equality is when we can all roast each other, we can laugh and we move forward. Like, it's i saw that shit and i was so fucking nauseated uh, and then yeah when Anne hathaway came out and apologized i was so mad at her because i'm like no man yeah. like it's a movie role like exactly man L- listen shout out to y'all with missing fingers but if you can't hold the cup i'm gonna laugh at you yep like yeah and we should be shit. able to yeah, like, like we should be able like I, I, like we should again the ultimate equality is we should be able to fuck with each other like that and no one takes it serious, and we all move forward because that's the only way that, like, and I know they were saying, like, oh, kids are gonna be afraid of people with deformities and blah 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 blah. No, kids are fucking ruthless to everyone, yep. like to each other. Like, so when they get included in that circle, that's equality. Like, it, it just drove me insane, man, to see that. Like, it, it, it's like you want equity, you don't, man. You 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 really don't want equity. It's just like, and this whole woke police and this woke mob. Like, I, I was so annoyed by watching that. Like, because where do you draw the line? Like, I kept looking at like, where do you? So so like every bad guy in the movie, then you could make an argument like, why does every bad guy have to be Russian? Why is he a white guy? Why is he educated? Why is he from Serbia? Why like like then you ha- you go down this line? It's like where do you draw the line? It's so annoying. Like and I remember seeing when um like we were talking about Pablo Escobar earlier when the Narcos. You remember when the Narcos TV show came out and and Colombians are pissed like, oh you're showing us in a bad light. You've been watching Scarface for 20 fucking years and you didn't care. But the minute they showed a guy, yeah, everyone does. And then the minute they showed the guy and they're like, oh, it wasn't accurate. Who gives a fuck? It's entertainment. Like no one goes, oh, Pablo Escobar. That's how all Colombians are. Like, no, man, if you're being honest with yourself, you're just like, oh, it's entertainment value. It's this guy who was in Colombia. Like, whatever. Like, you move on. But it's we get so fucking sensitive about everything now, man. And I think this is what drives people away from social politics. Don't you motherfuckers pump up? cocaine and 
oil to heat our houses. <laughs> <laughs> dude, man, we want equality. I want to be able to roast everyone equally. <laughs> like, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, anyone, if I've ever made fun of uh, someone with a disability, dude, the hardest shit I ever had to do at an open mic once, like doing stand-up, I had to follow a blind kid and I was fucking heated. <laughs> <laughs> Heated like, because who he put me on after that guy? He was blind and he was funny, and I was fucking mad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and and like the first thing to my mind went like, yo, do you do you like call attention to it because like he's blind? So then it's fucked up. Like you have if you to, do, bro. but I had to. You have dude. to, and that's what I said. Absolutely. I went, dude. If he would have been anybody else, yep. and he would have said certain of the, and I don't like want to give away his jokes, but he would have said certain things or had certain mannerisms. Like I would have called that out, right? Like ha had he been able to see. I would have been. I would have called that out either way. But I'm like, I'm not gonna treat him the same because I feel bad because he had this uh, yeah, disability. No, no, fuck that. So I went up there and I went in, and some of it didn't work out. Right. But I was like, no, man. And and I think he was appreciative after the fact. He just fucking laughed. He's like, oh, that's funny. Like, but I think I think they want to be treated the same way we treat everybody, man. Like like you're gonna get these jokes no matter what, good or bad. Like. You're going to get these jokes, and that's the ultimate equality to me, is that when we can all just roast each other, it, it, it just I saw that shit this week, and I was fucking furious, bro. It's furious. I, and then when I saw Aunt Hathaway apologize, and I was Yo, like... All I want to know is, which three fingers does she have? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, she can't... I'm trying to... Hold on. I she think can't, can she... Look, can she, is a thumb missing? Bruh, like, if she were to give you a hand job... <laughs> if, <laughs> I'm trying to Listen. Think. If the thumb is missing, we can't date. <laughs> Yo, that was definitely not a thumb involved, bro. I want to say it was it was three fingers longer than two inches, bro. It was, it was weird. I want to say it was these three, bro. It was like so pinky ring, pinky and ring, index. maybe index, yeah, maybe something like that. It was three weird ones. It was definitely a big gap. Maybe it looked like this, but it wasn't a thumb. It was a big gap. I don't know, man. It Listen. Was, if you ain't got moment. thumbs, you fuck. You, bro, it was. You can't flush toilets. And it was funny as fuck. Like, you see her hands and you're like, oh, that's hilarious. And that is creepy. And that's the whole point of that shit, man. Like, I, I just, where do we draw the line? It's kind of where I go. Like, then if you're mad at that, I could name every single movie with every single bad guy, including fucking Marvel movies, where you're like, oh, you're being discriminatory against this guy. You're not saying, like, it's. We, we, we're getting too soft, man. And I think this is why these people are getting pissed off and voting against like social politics. It's because they're like, no, you guys want fucking equality for everything. Like, and, and, or, or what you think is equality think and is really equality, equality right. is you, if I can get it, then you can get it too. And if it's jokes, if it's insults, if it's whatever, then we're all on equal footing. Right. That's what we want. Right. right. So, yeah. And, 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 and to that, it's like, if you're willing to, to put in the work, for what you want right then then yes you should have it dude but if but yes. if you're not like we're not or oh, listen we're never gonna be all on the, on an equal playing field and so yeah some of us gonna have to work harder than others to to get what we want everyone else wants to be woke for the other person it's like no no, no. you want to be woke for them then the equalness again lies in the fact that if you're gonna give me these jokes then you got to give them those jokes yeah. like that's i mean that's how i see it but i love it bro love yeah it. man Tell them where they can find us. Yeah, so we're on uh, at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on Instagram, at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on YouTube. Uh, yo, keep hitting us up. You guys have been texting us, messaging us, uh, DMing, doing everything, man. We love it. Um, obviously, we try to touch on it here. Correct us because, you know, we try to fix ourselves here. We're definitely not trying to spread kind of uh, false information. Uh, we'll see how this custody battle goes over this next uh, few weeks, man. I, do you think we'll have a, a result here? Dude, I, I don't think you make up four million votes. 
and and you don't have to. No, uh, but we'll see. You know, no. like I said, we'll, we, he has to he has to win a couple of states here, and and uh, we'll see how far that goes. We'll see, man. We want to go with the good parent, with the responsible one, please. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that is, the other one never showed up to my practice or my games. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to you guys for uh, for listening, man. We appreciate it. Love it. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.